Okay, Savage Mind Podcast, we are live, and for me, I am getting back on track. Shit, I hope y'all are doing well. If you're in, shit, it seems like almost any part of the United States right now, you're fucking dealing with this heat. In Texas, it's a pretty normal thing, but we're already hitting a long stretch of heat. It's fucking hot. I always say this, I thrive in the heat. For the most part, I prefer the heat over the cold. I prefer summer over winter. I feel like all the great activities, all the fun, all the most of my, the memories are made, all the water activities, and everyone loves to see lovely people in the summer more than they do anything any other time of year because of less clothing. That's just the truth. I fucking love summer, but it's fucking hot. I even have my limitations right now. So, it's good to be here this evening, this afternoon, morning, wherever you're at. And I was going to do a follow-up podcast on my last podcast. As always, sometimes I stretch them out. I got part twos I still haven't done from the first season, and I will. Maybe that makes people want to listen more. Maybe that makes them want to listen less. Some of you, I don't know. Whichever it is, I always hope you tune in. And if you don't, that is that is your right. But uh, I will follow up on everything I say I'm going to do. And so it just depends on how compelled I am at that time. If something else pops up or I feel like there's something else I need to address or something that's weighing heavy on my mind and whatever the current situation is. And uh, so Father's Day is coming up in two days. I'm a father. I'm a grandfather. So that's a very important podcast to me. Before I even had my podcast, I did Facebook videos on that and, uh, I might reissue them. I don't know yet. I don't know. Uh, But I need to follow up on the last podcast. And Oh, excuse me. Let me back up a minute. On top of it, you know, you got, for us, we have twins and their birthday is this weekend. And our, out of all our grandkids, our baby granddaughter and our youngest Birthday is the next day, which is also Father's Day, which is also Juneteenth. Crazy it worked out that way, but we are very blessed. So I need to get on here, and I usually don't do it on this day, and I'm trying to experiment with the days as well. So the last podcast was about mentally disciplined um, people, just disciplined people in general, especially mentally, mentally disciplined people that are consistently discipline throughout their lives that do what the fuck they're supposed to what's now not every now and then not a phase not occasionally they take care of their priorities they take care of their responsibilities they do what they're supposed to and uh i'm i'm so passionate about this because i'm a, i'm passionate about this like i am other things yes because these are the things that matter in life and some people may say, well, that matters to you. Well, there's a, a few, there's a list of things in life that can be traced back to the same thing. One is enabling, one is discipline, one is addiction, uh, one is <clears throat> uh, privilege, your environment, excuses. There's, there's a list of them, and I'm, I'm going to do that in a different podcast. And as I've said Anyone that knows me, I feel like I'm a reasonably above average disciplined person. Not right now, not in a phase, 
not in a segment, not in a decade, not just in my 20s, not just in my 30s, not in my teens. I've been consistently disciplined throughout my life. I have had moments of weakness. I have had moments I felt like giving up. I have had events that have shifted my mental scale, which I'll talk about that in another podcast. And there are those percentage of people out there that totally get that. But it never in my life have I threw in the towel, gave up, fell into addiction, uh, decided not to fucking work, not to take care of my responsibilities, and not do what the fuck I'm supposed to. So, I often tell people I know, or just anybody I I get in a conversation with this about on the podcast and uh, in real life, social media posts, or just conversing with people. I don't care if it's the first time I met them or I've had interactions with them a thousand fucking times. Again, a lot of things y'all hear me say fit universally. And you'll hear them in multiple podcasts. You'll hear them from me in real life because they apply. Things I say are like, if you hear it from a celebrity or athlete or someone that you consider financially successful, on one hand, we preach that money's not everything. And that money doesn't equal success. In my life, it doesn't. Money should be a byproduct of that eventually. But just because you don't have a lot of financial resources or you're not wealthy financially does not mean you're not successful in your own right, depending on what your goals and plans are and your path is. People that dedicate their life to helping people often have never have financial success or very little because that's not their path and that's not their goal. That's not their motive. We listen to celebrities and athletes because we think that they're going to give us that golden ticket. We're going to hear something they say and that it's going to make a huge difference in our life if we fucking apply. But most likely, the the, the masses, the majority are not going to apply those things in life. And if you have a reasonable amount of success, uh, financial success doesn't mean you're successful in other areas of your life. Again, we'll dive into that later. I just notice all these things that I always knew, but I never knew. Let let me say this. It's not that I never knew how to put it into words. Again, with self-education, with the experience some of us have in life, yes, I am confident in that area. With the shit I've been through, the shit I've experienced, whether it be self-inflicted or out of my control, and you put self-education with it. It's very threatening to people and it's very intimidating to people because they don't like to acknowledge it. <clears throat> I you for so long I didn't understand why certain people got acknowledgement and certain people get the credit. And certain people is different attention and focus on them within families, within organizations, within circles, friendships, whatever it may be. And people often say the squeaky wheel gets the grease. Well, that's true. But sometimes you have, I mean, I'm all, if you know me, you know I'm always vocal. I'm always going to fucking speak out. There's a difference between complaining and bringing up legitimate concern issues that need to be dealt with. But in certain environments, certain families, certain circles, it doesn't matter what you bring up. If you bring up anything that's truthful, anything that's legitimate, anything that needs to be dealt with, you're always going to be a problem because they would rather not deal with it. But let me remind you, 
If you don't deal with it now, you will deal with it later. And it will be compounding. It will be tripled, doubled, doubled, tripled, quadrupled, ten times the problem that it was when you went with that with that's within a family, a job, an or any kind of organization. <clears throat> the problem doesn't the problem doesn't go away. That person does not going to fix themselves. Most likely, the whole sweep it under the rug. Let's not talk about it. Let's not deal with it. Let's ignore it. <clears throat> you only live to deal with it another day. Kind of like you only live to die another day. You will deal with it. And when you deal with it, it will not be on your terms. Because you chose to ignore it on your terms, you won't deal with it on your terms either. That Them are well-known facts. If you do not know that, you will know that. And if you ignore it, that still isn't going to change it. I often ask people all the time, why do you think it is <clears throat> outside of celebrities, athletes, millionaires, whatever classification we put them. Sometimes they're one and the same, sometimes they're not. Some of us can be doing the exact same thing, if not more, when it comes to discipline, when it comes to not being the victim, when it comes to not being needy, when it comes to not being the addict. <clears throat> Excuse me. And people don't often acknowledge it. See, for me, I guess we're never looking for acknowledgement in some ways, but we're confused and puzzled by the fact of why the people who won't do for themselves, not the ones who can't do, but the ones who will not do for themselves, get more attention and get more focus than the people who do what the fuck they're supposed to. Multiple examples. I'm going to jump around here. Mm. Second cold beer. Uh, I just had a schedule change for the year right now, and I'm super happy about that because I got a lot of shit to do. So I don't have to get up early in the morning. <clears throat> um, let me ask you this. Why is it that people feel the need to help those who won't help themselves instead of help those who can cannot help themselves? Difference if you have a mental or physical handicap. Again, we're not talking about going through normal struggles of life. We're talking about these people have been this these people basically throughout their life. Do we know that we're setting them up for failure? Are we trying to ensure that they stay with us forever or need us? Enabling. Everything, everything in this life can go back to enabling. You know, <clears throat> I see it all the time, like with men. I just had this conversation recently. I said, why is it, I'm going to talk about this in the Father's Day podcast. Why is it some men, father especially, this is going to hit a nerve with y'all, like most things I say. If they have a lot of women in their life, not like I have women in my life, which are our daughters, granddaughters, stepdaughters, it's totally different. They have a lot of sisters, moms, grandmothers. A lot of things they do get amplified and <clears throat> applauded when it's basic shit you're supposed to do. That's your obligation. That's your commitment. That's what the fuck you're supposed to do. You shouldn't get a fucking cookie for it or a star for it. The same thing applies to, and this is, this is really going to hurt. 
I'm again. I, I said this in the last podcast. I've said it in a lot of podcasts. I'm all for addicts getting clean. I'm all for people who are alcoholics getting clean. I'm all for people who get out of prison straightening up their life. I'm all for people who've been lazy. Look, you don't get yourself in bad shape in this life as far as physical. Unless you have, again, a handicap or there's something wrong with you. We have a mentality that's became the norm. That almost if you're disciplined, both mental and physically, especially mental, that it's almost offensive. (laughs) But it's not offensive to be a lazy fuck. Sometimes you're not just overweight. Sometimes you're not just fucking. You got a uh, a slow metabolism. You just don't have bad genetics. Sometimes you're just a lazy motherfucker. And you felt sorry for yourself. And that's why you look and feel like you do. When it comes to addiction. You chose at some point. To try. Whatever. Drugs it is for the first time. Whether it be fucking crack. Whether it be methamphetamines. Whether it be fucking cocaine. Whether it be popping pills. Because I don't consider marijuana, weed, or smoking, anything of that. I don't consider it a drug. I don't do it. I'm not against it. I just don't care for it. And I understand that all the municipal purposes for it and all the medical. Everything that it's involved. Look, there's so many benefits to it. It's just not my thing. At some point, it still was a choice. It was a choice to give up. It was a choice to try drugs. And again, what we do with these people is we reinforce their excuses and we allow them to keep their limitations. And when we argue for our limitations, we get to keep them. If if this is hurting y'all's feelings, if this is you or somebody you know, then I'm, I'm not sorry. So what I always ask people is, we like the comeback story. I did a whole podcast on it. The underdog. <clears throat> we especially like it when it's celebrity or athletes. We love to talk about how they dug themselves out of the trenches, how they were fucking on drugs. They got themselves clean. They got back up on their feet. Nothing wrong with that. Unless I know their whole formula, their whole story, I'm not going to give them credit. Because I, this is what I always ask people. And this is very unpopular and this hits a lot of nerve with a lot of people before i give you credit of getting clean i want to know how many times that you gave up and relapsed only addicts understand a lot of times the word relapse how many times have you went back to drugs what made you start drugs in the first place this is how i analyze and write notes on this shit what triggered you to do that How many people in your life have fed your addiction? How many people in your life have let you stay that way? Before I hear your weight loss journey, which I think is amazing, your fitness journey. And I often say this, let me backtrack a little bit. People who are usually new to fitness or really let themselves go to fucking shit, either in a segment of their life or a portion of their life or throughout their life, They're usually fucking fanatics, just like people that are new to religion. They will shove it down your throat. The same shit they shove down your throat. People that, a lot of us that live an alternative lifestyle or live a different lifestyle than them or don't line up with their mentality, they don't want to hear how we live. And the reason they don't want to hear how we live is because some of them actually like it. They're too easily misled and too easily brainwashed and consumed. 
If that wasn't the case, then your your religion wouldn't have brainwashed you in the first place. Again, not attacking religion. Don't you my question is, and I'll keep reinforcing this, don't you want to know how some of us never did that in the first place? Without the privileges, without the advantages, without someone coming to our rescue. Don't you know want to know how we never decided to do drugs? Through every tragedy we've been through. Don't you want to know how and and how that we have the fucking mental and physical strength we do? Physical is important. Most of the time you're not going to have. There's a lot of people I know that are in fucking phenomenal, exceptional shape. And they still don't have a lot of mental discipline. Because a lot of times that's just for vanity purposes and reasons. <clears throat> don't you want to know how we never fell into addiction? Don't you want to know how we never became the fucking victim in this life? And use it as an excuse. So why does the attention go to those people instead of those of us who have never decided to throw in the towel, give up, not work, fucking decide to fucking... I never had a bad day and thought, I'm having a real fucked up day. Sometimes I have... I can relate to this right now. I have fucked up years. And I never decided. I think crystal meth would be the answer. Or you know what? I think I'm going to go do some crack. I I never thought... I think I'm not going to run. I'm not going to work out. A lot of days I get up and don't want to go to work. That's not here. That's not what I do now. That's throughout my life. Just because I need my time. We need our time. We need to meditate. We need to focus. We need to not be consumed with other people around us. We need to focus on ourselves. No doubt. <coughs> Excuse me. Somebody said to me about a year ago, You're the sto- your story is the how not to story. I guess I hadn't thought about it that way. The reason we don't like to acknowledge people we know that have the mental fucking strength and discipline throughout our fucking lives of people like myself. And again, I know a percentage of people who are far more disciplined than me. And for those that know you per- know me personally, you probably think, how is that possible? Well, that's why there's a small percentage of people and you don't know them. Discipline and strength and resilience and being strong isn't fucking staying It isn't putting up with the relationship. It isn't fucking tolerating people. It isn't pushing through the job. It isn't pushing through the fucking relationship because there's no end to that. The result is the same. It all ends the same way. There's a difference in pushing through and having resilience and having strength in other areas. Don't you want to know why we haven't gave up? Don't you want to know why we haven't threw in the towel? See, them are the kind of people I like to connect with and network with. Them are the only people I want to deal with. It doesn't mean I don't love other people, but a lot of people don't want the help. A large majority of the people don't want the help because then they don't get the attention. They don't get the likes. They don't get the condolences. They don't get the prayers. We give people the fucking pass to be the victim in this life by encouraging them their bad behavior, by continuing to bail them out, by continuing to make an excuse for them, by continuing to get pissed off and offended by people like me. So I want you, if you know us, I want you to evaluate our life. We've had moments. We've had phases. But at no point did we ever give up. At no point did we ever fall in any of these traps. And a lot of us didn't have the resources. We didn't have the advantages. We didn't have the support. Don't have the support now. And we still never give up. Because to me, I want to not model myself, but 
I, the only people that I want to engage, the people that I want to engage with, and I say m follow the direction, is people who have more mental discipline and resilience than I do. I want to level up. I don't want to level down. So you have to ask yourself, when you do these things for these people, or you're these people, one or both, if you really say you love them, what? How do you think you're helping them? Do you think, is that what you tell yourself that you're helping them? That you're making their life better? That you're showing them love? That they see how much you love, they, they, that they love you? I mean, that you, you, or you love them? That's a lie you have told yourself. And you have told yourself so much. And most people can't even be honest with themselves when they're by their fucking self in their own head. I know we're all guilty of that, no doubt. You're not strong because you fucking stay in anything. I see it so many walks of life. Most of the acknowledgement and support I get comes outside my circle, comes outside my community, comes outside my hometown. Because people don't really know how to measure us. Do we think that people who are really mentally disciplined and physically disciplined and mentally strong and do not allow these things in their life. Do we think that they should be, do you think you should be automatically or you do, uh, uh, financially successful? Do you think that just what goes along with it? That could, that, that, that can be a, a, a characteristic of that. No doubt. It can be. And maybe over time it will be. But that's not what men, mentally disciplined, strong people do it for. Like, I didn't even, it took me a lot of years to even realize how mentally strong and disciplined I was. I really didn't even realize it. And you know why I didn't realize it? Because it was just what I fucking did. And I, because of this reason right here, I knew no one was coming to save me. No one was coming to fucking rescue me. No one showed up. And I do not think they loved me any less. It was the best thing that never happened to me. Where do you think these people are going to be at? If you're not in their life, when you continue to make excuses and reinforce all their fucking behavior. I mean, I can give y'all so many fucking examples. And if you know me personally, some of the people I would talk about, you know who these people are. Again, without ever saying a name. So, like again, social media is a great tool. It is. It has so many advantages, so much you can do with it. So much, so much business you can do with it, so much good, but what it's did is it's made us as a society focus on shit and be jealous and in competition with people of what they're not really living. And on, the, on another end aspect of it, you get on here and you ask for condolences. You ask for prayers. Sometimes that's necessary, no doubt. There's been a lot of tragedy happened the last few years in all, a lot of our lives. But when you don't ask for it, and you don't, like I've said this in my past podcast, about what's went on in my life, the tragedy that we'll deal with forever, and the other tragic events that happened, you don't see us on our knees. You don't see us begging. You don't see us needing acceptance from any of you motherfuckers. And y'all have a problem with that. Y'all hate that we are who we are. You should ask yourself, who in your life allows you to be weak? Who allows you to be the victim? And y'all keep that 
The reason for that is because you wouldn't get attention without it. So I ask y'all, why do y'all follow people who actions do not match their words? We give so much more power and encouragement and likes to things that are surface shit, material things, pretending, being fake, flexing. And we know some of these fucking people and we know that they don't live it. We know that it's not true. But yet we follow it. And I have one mentality, another mentality I always have is most people do not want to hold anyone accountable because they don't want it themselves. Because you cannot hold anybody accountable until you hold yourself accountable first. But when you're like some of us and you hold yourself to this standard, you expect other people, if they're going to be in your circle and you're going to network with them, you expect them to be have the same standard of accountability and the same accountability, at least a certain level of discipline. And when they don't, the ones who are not willing to do it and the ones who got a problem with it will always get pissed. They'll always have a problem with you and they will make you their enemy and they will, will fall off. And they should fall off. Because it's too difficult in most of y'all's minds to be that disciplined because the strength and the fucking dragging yourself through whatever it is to get to that point, it is. it seems like it's fucking impossible to you. But what most of you don't understand is the shit you're going through and the shit you allow, the shit you settle for. It fucking takes more energy. It takes more out of you, more stress, more mental and physical deterioration than anything else to stay doing what you're doing. You don't give addicts money. You don't fucking tell people it's okay not to work, not to contribute on whatever level, whether they're living in your house or they're or they're trying to get their life back together. You don't tell people it's okay not to exercise. We make a we almost like it's almost celebrated these days. If you're fucking lazy, if you don't give a fuck, if you party all the time, I partied a lot in my life, never with drugs, but I still party a lot in my life. I still have some times I still do party, but within reason. That's not my life. That's not what I do all the time. I see it with myself. People will find someone else doing what some of us are doing and myself is doing or less and give them like, give them attention, give them shit because they don't want to acknowledge. This is not bragging. This is telling the truth. If you know us, this is the truth. You don't want to acknowledge that some of the most disciplined, strong people you have ever met in your life is some of us. I want you to really think about it. You don't want to acknowledge that it's was air quotations an average Joe, an average person, a person you grew up with, a person you went to school with, a person you played sports with, a person you work with, a person you're related to. So instead, you ignore them. Instead, you don't acknowledge them. Instead, you criticize them, you judge them, and you go find you a celebrity, you go find you an athlete, you go find you one of these people. You couldn't possibly think of us being a motivational speaker, a writer, or a professional podcaster. Because the, you, what you do is you attach to the people who are already there. And you think by not supporting us, or not encouraging us, or not giving us feedback, or any kind of support whatsoever, you think that we'll stop. And for one point in my life, I would have. You don't want to acknowledge. In the back of your mind, if you really know us, you listen to us, you've engaged with us on a certain level of life, through you know at, at least on a periodic basis you don't want to consider that this, this these motherfuckers that people like myself yeah this this is really who we are 
We didn't start this shit yesterday. We didn't start this shit a year ago. The life that we had handed to us, the, the, the cards of life, the hand that we were dealt, before we ever hit the ground running, decided which direction we were going to take before we even knew it. Now, I know a lot of people that have been through what I've been through, less or more, and have, unfortunately, I care about some of these people, have became the victim in this life. They fell into addiction. They went to prison in and out. We're not, again, I'm, I want y'all to listen. If y'all choose to take any of this the wrong way, then that's your fucking problem. It's not my problem. It's not my, it's not my job to try to, exp- try to make you understand how I'm explaining it. Or how you want to take it. It's my understand to sit. It's my job and my do my path and my goal to sit, put the message out there and for you to take it how the fuck you want to. Because you're going to anyway. Do you have people in your life that reinforce your excuses? That let you keep your limitations? Is that why y'all are all involved in each other's life? Because you usually can find these people around the sun, these people together. So when someone comes along, and for I told just somebody today, for every reason people try to find why someone's like they are. And they might be legitimate fucking, t- it might be real tragic shit, no fucking doubt. I can find the exception to the rule of why these, of, of someone I know, again, I have a whole different network outside my, about outside of my hometown, family, community, because my family, besides my immediate family right here, and what I, I I don't I don't associate really in the community. My network is not here. I only want to talk to fucking savages. And what y'all have a misunderstanding is because we're disciplined, and because we don't make excuses, because we hold ourselves accountable, that we're mean and that we don't care and that we don't have love. Then you don't listen to nothing we say, and you really don't know us at all because that has not one thing to do with. It. With the tools we're trying to give you, with us sharing our journey, no matter how difficult, no matter how tragic, no matter how gut-wrenching it is to hear, we're trying to share with you. Again, I didn't know then all the fucking layers I was fucking gaining. And I mean layers, layers of skin. By us preaching what we're preaching, we're trying to help you not become those people. But the comeback story is more compelling. The story sounds better. If you've been to prison and you made a comeback. If you did drugs and made a comeback. Not once, but multiple times. If you let yourself gain a fucking 100 pounds. Look, there's also a a, a mentality out there that, look, anybody that knows me knows I'm all about all races, all religions, all sexual preferences, all sizes of women all colors being beautiful. If you know me, you know that I live by that. But there is a point just for human beings in general. You got like that because you didn't do shit. Because you're lazy. You're not a plus size. I love plus size women. You're not a plus size. You're not just a little overweight. You carry your weight good. You're fucking obese. And you didn't get like that by being active. You didn't get strung out and an addict. By experimenting and leaving alone. You didn't get an alcoholic by fucking drinking some beer after work or a couple glasses of wine on the weekends and keeping your shit together and being active and doing what you're supposed to. You didn't become an absent parent by doing what the fuck you're supposed to. You don't have, 
get in a position where you can't keep a fucking job, never had one, because you had to take care of yourself. You probably had people that let you stay with them. Family or something that came to your rescue. And I tell I say this a lot. There's in especially in mo- modern times right now where people have an abundance of resources. Even on the working class level. This is hard to hear. Some of y'all have too much help. You have too many resources. And y'all setting these people up for failure or they've already set you up for failure. Or all y'all do is enable each other and you set each other up for failure. I think I'm going to have to dive into this deeper again. I may do a part three and part four. I want some feedback from y'all. Again, you can't draw me out of character and really get me. There's nothing you can say to me about me or any of my family members that I haven't acknowledged already. So it doesn't hurt my feelings. Again, I've said, what does the face of a certain person look like? Who is the most disciplined person you know? I didn't say who's the most fit, who's the most fucking financially wealthy, who has the fucking biggest house, who has the best car, who's the best looking, who throughout their fucking life is a, that you know is the most disciplined people. Or if you've just met some of us now. Again, I know people on another level discipline of me. But I know a small percentage of them. Again, most of the people that I know, whether it be social media, family, relationship, uh, blood-related, married-related, whatever it is, went to school with them, whatever. Y'all, it's like looking at someone fit. Like someone who's maybe does bodybuilding. Or someone who does CrossFit. And then looking at an ultra runner or a person who does a totally different type of working out. And say, well, that person must know more because they're in better shape and they're more muscular. That does has not a goddamn thing to do with it. Again, I hear and see this a lot. And because I can connect things so quickly. And I can connect things that either people cannot connect. Or they think that we can't. That we didn't connect it. Or maybe they don't think that they're related. Or y'all tried to insult our intelligence and it didn't work. Just because someone has nice things. Just because they're good looking. Just because they have a nice home. Just because they have nice cars. Just because they have a good salary in this life. Does not mean they have discipline. There's a lot of people I know who make a lot of fucking money. Have a fucking big house, have nice cars that are still fucking undisciplined, either fat fucks, they're fucking always in their fucking feelings, they have addiction problems, they have, and addiction problems could be fucking drugs, drugs of any kind. A lot of something that does not get talked about enough is the pill epidemic in this fucking nation, which is usually working to mid class white America, just to let y'all know. They still have an eating disorder. We like that. That story's compelling. But those of us who have just been consistent throughout our life, we're talking three, four decades and counting, no matter what we've been through. Have y'all thought about that? Is that story not compelling? I mean, at not one point have we became that person. So what I tell people often, if you want that story and you want that attention... I don't know. You know, maybe you need to make up being an addict, or you actually need to be an addict. Maybe you need to go to prison, do some jail time, at least some good county jail time. 
Maybe you need to fucking gain 75 pounds of nothing but fucking fat. Sit around and eat. Don't exercise. Fucking maybe you need to lose jobs. And then people will like the story more. Because that's what this society seems to like. Because what you what most of you do is you, you like, you connect with that story because you've already given up yourself. And maybe not every aspect aspect of your life, but one aspect of your life. And you want people to be forgiving when you do you forgive those people because you want them to be forgiving of you and no doubt i say this all the time you need to be forgiving of people for you not for them but forgiving them being forgiving of them no matter how many times they fuck up doesn't mean you need to let them back in your life or let them remain in your life it doesn't mean you don't love them see that's that's another misconception is if I forgive them, I'm, I'm going to take them back in my life. Well, it doesn't be a spouse or a partner or a wife or a husband or anything. That could just be a friend. That could be a family member. There's no limits to boundaries. But what we do is we think that that's a great story. That makes for a great story. And I can tell people how they came back. That's why a person, uh, if a person's on the uh, any kind of social media side talking about how much weight they lost we love it but how about the person never really got out of shape how about the person that you never heard had a drug problem you never heard they went to prison again not down to any of these people i should have to defend that i'm not going to fucking defend that through whatever adversity they've been through because there's some adversity that i brought on myself but most of it i did not and what i'm what i'm saying is there's other people out there like me that can give you power they can help you have strength. They can help you have discipline. But y'all are too busy getting, y'all are too concerned with getting offended, getting your fucking, putting your tail between your legs, getting your fucking feelings hurt, and fucking crying and being a bitch. That's the problem. There's people all around you. Again, I say it a lot of times, and I'll say it again. You know how many people reach out to me privately? And I know sometimes they just don't want to put their business out there. And that's that's all about respect. And like I tell people all the time, I said, there's so many people that's tried to, that that's threw me under the bus or tried to throw me under the bus. And sometimes I think they forget what I was there and witnessed with them that they did maybe with we did together or that I was a they was a part of it with we were part of it together. Have they forgot that because my secrets never left their secrets never left my mouth. And even when I knew they threw me under the bus or tried to, I still didn't do it because I ain't got nothing to gain by that. <clears throat> it's your life. At the end of your life, whatever that, whenever that happens, that's your regret that you didn't do it. You chose to get pissed off. You chose to get offended. You chose to get your feelings hurt. And the facts and the results and the data don't give one fuck about your feelings. No matter how much you want them to. No matter how much you want to change the truth. No matter how much you want to adjust it and make it all the truth is, well, the truth is irrelevant, is relevant to the person. That's not fucking, that's fucking bullshit. It's like fake it till you make it. Fucking bullshit. You know when you bullshit yourself. You know when you're full of shit. And the only person that's got to suffer the repercussions of that is you and possibly your family. There's nothing worse than lying to yourself about what you are, about what you're not. And in this world, if you just bluff enough, if you just fake it, if you just look the part, it'll get you a lot of likes. But where are you going with those likes? I'm just, I'm just curious. It'll get you the attention. But you know at the end of the day, you know if you kept it fucking real. You know if you're sincere. You know if you're authentic. Because I used to hear people say, keep it real with me a lot. I really don't hear that no more. 
What that tells me is y'all really don't fucking want that. Because it, having sympathy for people makes them weak. It just keeps them weak. If they're weak, they're going to get even weaker. And you know it. And y'all, a lot of y'all, most of y'all, like people you can relate to. And really and truthfully, just keeping it 100, I'm keeping it fucking real, you can't really relate to us. You don't see us on our knees. You don't see us in a, we have our week. Now look, I've never said, I have a lot of moments like that. But I deal with them myself. Because I realize putting on social media that half the motherfuckers are glad I got the problem and the other, the other half is glad it's not them. That may sound like a cliche, standard statement, but it's the truth. The same motherfuckers that offer you condolences are fucking got that evil grin on their face saying, yeah, that's this is it. Like you're sitting around waiting like, wait for them to fucking just, ah, this is it, this is it. Kind of like, I've used this, this analogy before. You ever seen Hot Tub Time Machine? Where they can't wait for that fucking guy to lose his arm because they went back in time? That's how you, that's how you motherfuckers are. You can't wait to see it. So, because what happens is you think, oh, yeah, I told you they were human. Well, of course we're fucking human. We're not, well, you think we're fucking aliens? Do you think that we're not real? But for, for we have flesh, we have blood, we have feelings, we have bones. We're fucking normal people. According by size, by skin, by whatever it is. But we don't live a normal life. Those are your superpowers. Those are your superpowers right there. I'm going to talk about that. I'm going to do a whole podcast on that. You, it's, it's hard for you to identify that somebody like you has these fucking qualities and these characteristics, and you don't. You need to take a look at the people around you. The people that is around you maybe needs to take a look at you. So that's why you identify these celebrities and athletes and these highly financially successful people, because you feel like that they're not real. But at the end of the day, they're flesh and bones and skeletal just like we are. They're going to be buried the same way we are. In the same in the same size fucking grave. And they put on their pants the same fucking way we do. If you probably took some of their advantages away and you put them in some of the same environment, the same situations, and the same starting point, and the same hand in life that we had, they'd never fucking make it. Because they'd never fucking make it or they wouldn't have had an addiction problem. They wouldn't have fucking gained 100, 200 pounds. When you see these shows like The 600 Pound Life, unless these people had a, a handicap to begin with, you don't get like that by fucking doing what you're supposed to. Y'all hear me? These are, I'm trying to hit every aspect. At no point did I ever think, I think I'll do some fucking drugs today. My life will get better because of that. Most people do it because they don't want to think about stuff. They want to forget about it. I get it, man. There's a lot of things. I told someone a while back, I've often thought if I could have a lobotomy and take all the bad out and never remember it, but I didn't want to lose the good memories and the good times and the so valuable, rich stuff I've done in life and my loved ones, but I can't have one without the other, so I'm not willing to do it. No matter how much you ignore it, no matter how much you drown it, no matter how much you suppress it, it's still going to be there the next day. It's still going to be there the next month, the next year. See, this is the same thing with suppressing pain. It's the same thing with suppressing pain with injuries. Uh, you know, injuries in training, or if it could be a break, it could be a cut, it could be stitches, it could be a concussion. Physical pain. What's well, the same thing with suppressing mental pain? 
the more you suppress it, the more you're going to need to suppress it. That's why people who really don't need antidepressants need something else. You need one thing, you're on to something else. When you go run, I mean, when you go and try to take a fucking painkiller for every little fucking something that hurts on you or aches on you, then what happens is you're not going to be able to handle the slightest of pain. But what you've told yourself is the pain is excruciating. And there are people out there that's in excruciating pain that need it. But what happens is you got addicted to it when it wasn't excruciating. And now you don't even want to feel that little bit of pain. But you're going to feel it in other ways. It's physical pain and mental pain. You understand when you stop, when you stop is when it sets in. Can y'all relate those two things? Physical pain, mental pain. When you stop and you continue to nurse it and you continue to validate your reasons. It soothes it over, makes you feel better for a while. Then you need that again. This is not just for those of you that lack common sense. This is not just talking about addiction as in medication and pain pills and stuff. It's the same thing with ignoring what's in your head and suppressing things that you need to deal with. Whether it be in your family, whether it be with you, whether it be your children, whether it be with all those things. Once you suppress it, that problem just fucking grows like a disease. And what I'm telling you right now, if you can connect these things, you know it's true. So before I go, I have another podcast in the next 48 hours or so. Be on Father's Day. I hope y'all tune in. Again, before I, before I leave this podcast, why do we give more encouragement, encouragement, more power, more likes, more attention, more focus on those who can, those that will not do for themselves instead of those who cannot do for themselves? Again, if y'all didn't hear my intro, my last podcast about a week ago. We overlook the people who do what they're supposed to. We often don't acknowledge them because we think they're good. I've been this person my whole life. People aren't coming to check on us. They may check on you periodically or not at all. And we get taken for granted because we do what we're supposed to. So the focus always goes to the either the problem or the people who won't do it. And then that becomes enabling. People take it for granted that we're going to take care of our responsibilities, that we're going to not fall into addiction, that we're going to not, that we're going to do our job, we're going to take care of our families. Anybody that falls in this category, you've been overlooked in your life. And you, chances are you've been overlooked your whole life. And the thing is, it's not fucking okay. Parents, grandparents, siblings, bosses, co-workers, you need to acknowledge these people before you lose them. But the chances are... You know you're not going to lose them because they're so fucking loyal and dedicated and consistent that they're not going to allow themselves to do that. All the loyal, dedicated, consistent, non-addicts, non-lazy people who take care of their priorities in every aspect of their life, who have made mistakes like all of us have, who have had bad moments, maybe have bad days, made bad weeks, but we get our shit together, pull our fucking yes, pull ourselves up by the bootstraps and we keep going. Maybe you need to walk out of these people's life. You need to walk out of these people's life that take you for granted. That's the only way they'll fucking learn. You need to fucking do it. Let them fall on their goddamn face. And let them fall on their face hard. That's the only way they're going to learn. Or you leave this, you leave your job, you leave your family, you leave this life, and they're not going to be able to take care of themselves. We're going to talk more about this later. In the meantime, 
subscribers, please. I know it's taking a long time to get to my video podcast, and I I don't apologize for many things, but I do apologize for that. It has been a struggle trying to have room to get this where it looks somewhat professional. But in the meantime, I'm going to keep hammering this way. Spotify, Apple Play, Google Play, Spreaker, Anchor. If you have a problem subscribing, reach out to me. You click the link on Spotify or Apple Play or Google Play, however you want to. You click the link and it'll tell you how to subscribe. I love for y'all to listen, but I really need y'all to subscribe. $10 a month or less. Comes out to $2 and something a week. That's how I reach more people because there are people who want this. Again, there's people that need to be able to identify that there's average people like us who are these people. Again, put some of us in the celebrity or athlete status. Separate than that, put some of us in a millionaire status. All of a sudden, our story becomes a little bit more compelling, and all of a sudden, a lot more people want to listen. But if you you can't wait to your look, if 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 that's your goal and that that that's what you're focused on, for us average working people, you're never going to get there. You have to do it because it's your purpose, and you feel like it's compelled. That's what you're supposed to do, and that's what I do. Money should be a byproduct of that. However much I make or don't make, I won't stop. But I want to reach more people, and I want to be able to do this for a living. And how I do that is subscriptions and shares so I can get to the next platform. In the meantime, I'm going to continue not to make excuses, and I'm going to continue to hammer down. I'm going to continue to be disciplined. I'm going to continue to do what I've been doing my whole fucking life. Woo! I fucking feel good. Hey, I love y'all. Y'all stay humble and live savage.